0: Hey, this is Delitra. Hey everybody, this is Angela and you're listening to Nutrient Sisters,
1: a podcast dedicated to helping you learn how to nourish your body and soul.
0: Guys, welcome back to another episode of Nutrient Sisters. We hope you guys have been enjoying this season with our guest um, that we've had to share such great knowledge. This episode is just going to be me and Angela, the classic. And if you don't know who me is, who I am, <laughs> my name is <laughs> Delitra, and uh, I co-host this podcast with Angela. We are the Nutrient Sisters. Um, for today's episode, it's going to be a little less informal. I We wanted to talk about the very controversial, popular documentary on HBO called the Way Down Documentary, God, Greed, and the Cult of Gwen Shamblin. I'm so very late <laughs> to the popularity of this. I saw a couple of um, threads and posts on Facebook and my sister actually told me about this and said that uh, Gwen was actually a dietitian, which I'm not sure about that after I watched this documentary. <laughs> I'm, not ex- I'm not exactly sure if I got that from there, but uh, yeah, let, let's talk about it. So um, I watched it recently, so it's probably more recent t- to me than than you angela when did you watch this documentary um december i think so December. Yeah, about a month yeah. ago closer M- mine was like two days ago or something Right. <laughs> something. so i'm still shook i'm still shaken by this and i even t- i was texting angela and i told her i'm like i'm scared <laughs> when, I, when i saw the <laughs> opening scene right. and i saw those kids and that whatever the heck they were wearing and and i don't know the lighting the music it gave me very witchy cauldron type of vibes i knew something scary was was on the
1: horizon i Um, didn't even need all that i just saw the hair and i was like yep (laughs) (laughs) hair, yes i was like i already knew knew some
0: crap was about to come down (laughs) right so i wasn't sure i was like wow i'm I am interested to see what her rationale is for the hair. and I don't think we ever got there, but I just no. knew that there was gonna be a story behind that. Maybe she's from Jersey. <laughs> I don't know no. Uh, which uh, I, I didn't get from her. Um, but if you haven't seen the documentary, I really advise that you to watch it. I don't know why I was so hesitant to watch it. If I was supposed to watch it last month and I, was, I put reminders in my phone to watch it. And I was like, nah, I'd rather be watching whatever I want to, <laughs> to watch. Right. I don't know why I didn't believe people that this this documentary was good, okay? And most of the stuff that's like relevant to us, like the weight, uh, the weight loss aspect of it, the diet book, um, was primarily on the first one and a little bit on the second, but honestly, guys, I love documentaries and this is such a crazy story. I watched all three and uh, parts of it, and apparently, it's to be continued. So, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw that thing, and I was like, oh my
1: goodness, what else can, right. can we talk about here? Um, right, but. No, it, I think it's important. I think we gotta, we gotta, we gotta even go very way back to the beginning. Well, so your sister told us about it, um, right? Which yes. is crazy because after you watch the documentary, you're like, "How have I never heard of this never. person mm-hmm. and her church and the diet? How come I never right. heard about any of these three things?" Me either. And I feel like Virginia,
0: where we're at, is the South, so what's considered yeah. the South. Some people disagree with that, but <laughs> uh, right. historically, this is the South, so I thought maybe I would know about that, and I I have a religious background, I'm Christian, and um, was raised in the South side figure, but it kind of looks like it started like in the 80s or something. Um, so maybe my mom might know about this, and I don't. I, I right. forgot to ask her to see if she if she knew anything about this.
1: Yeah, because um, it's a it's a headstrong, it's a Tennessee, you know, um, yeah. more more guided to or more yeah, like a Tennessee style show, I guess, which is where she grew up. So I mean that makes sense, but um, right. So if you guys don't
0: know about. Gwen Shambling, just like I didn't know about her, and um, I don't, I don't know if I really got a great background about her. To be honest, I think that she, like, she grew up in one of those beaver cleaver type of homes, and um, yeah, they were talking about clean cleaning your plate. So she was raised to clean her plate because I mm-hmm. guess that's was respectful, and I think a lot of people are raised that way. I was, I was raised that way. Um, as well, and I guess, which I don't agree with that philosophy anymore, uh, because it can lead to disordered eating. But for for her, her cleaning the plate caused her, according to the documentary, to gain like fourteen pounds or something. I don't know that like, just that philosophy that she had, and then she went to college, and she's. St- I think they said she studied nutrition, but I never got what her actual career or degree, if she got a degree, whatever
1: actually happened. She did. She, did. she did. Okay. She did. She actually has her master's. Really? Yeah. And, um, I actually do think it's in dietetics. So she, okay. So she, is she a dietitian? Uh, so she got her master's degree from Memphis state university. Um, I need to look and see because I'm pretty sure she actually did get her RD.
0: Okay, I do see that now. Okay, Gwen, now, like, Shamblin, Laura, MSRD. She was a registered dietitian. Okay. Yes. I didn't really get that, but I guess, um, you know, people identify more with nutrition, nutritionists than mm-hmm. they do dietitian, so they probably didn't think that uh, that was necessary, but... Uh, to say well, that to that's she- yes yeah, yeah, necessary to me because I'm like wait what <laughs> because after watching it I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> okay um so I was just like wait is she really a, a dietitian um but it's actually kind of not surprising because there are people in health health professions uh that have problems they have problems with eating and they have problems um, mentally, and yet they're still able to practice. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, um, so I guess she learned about nutrition, and then I think she lost that fourteen pounds. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know; I'm paraphrasing. I probably have to watch it again. She got like some vision for God from God uh, for a new diet plan for people, and it was the way uh,
1: the way down diet. Yes, um, Which- and, it's different from the title. The title is W-A-Y, but right. her, her little diet workshop was way like W-E-I-G-H, the way down. <laughs> right, right.
0: Which I like the way that they restructured the, the title like that. Um, so she got a vision from God about this diet plan. Um which essentially what I got from it is that you only eat when your stomach is growling and you can eat whatever you want, but it's only during that time period. And, and then the other time periods, you need to pray and look to God. You need to, um, to, to help you not to eat. Is that what you got from that diet plan?
1: Yeah. Like it wasn't, it wasn't restrictive. Like you, you, It's not like you weren't allowed to have a cake or a cookie. Mm -hmm. Um, There wasn't like any exercise. Right. Um, You know, you didn't have to uh, count calories. Yeah, it was really just kind of like you're really only supposed to eat when you feel actual hunger. And all those other times you're sinning. So you need to pray. Right. 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 You're, you're not being obedient.
0: And I wrote that down, not being obedient to God when you're you're eating um, outside of that time frame. And so I could see how this could be attractive to people like you're not restricting what I exactly can eat mm-hmm. and I don't have to exercise. Right. exercise is kind of a thorn in a lot of people's
1: sides uh-huh. <laughs> including mine um so yeah because um, I mean it's not it's not anything new I mean I feel like um, Christians that I mean you practice fasting uh, so I don't, right. I don't think it's anything that's like it was like new age you know like oh wow this is like crazy and different like people have done that before so I guess my thing was like I don't really know how hers became so popular so quickly like yeah
0: I I can only hypothesize and I think it's her manipulation and perversion of God that that aspect really hit with people because nothing uh about that diet is groundbreaking right um but I just think her perversion of like you're not being obedient to god and and i don't know because i was looking up to see are are there religious diet books out there and apparently there's tons so yeah. i'm
1: unaware of all this stuff um so I know a little bit because i always hear people talk about a very popular one called the daniel fast which i don't know anything about i just hear that people talk about it so i know it stems from christianity but um i know just from watching the documentary like Well, in the very beginning, um, and it's not to say that we're trying to bully her through this podcast, but when you first saw her, she looked very, like, she looked more normal than she did towards the end of the documentary. Right. Like, she just, you know, looked like your average, middle-class, white woman um, who was just like, hey, had a passion for Christ and was like, hey, um, this is, you know, how I struggled this is how I overcame it and now here's what you can do and she created this little like it's called the way down workshop but it's like a i guess like a booklet with like um what do, what do you call those like prayer things that you go through um Oh, like devotional. Yeah, like devotional like Okay. And yeah. then from there, <laughs> just kind of like, she started it at like one church. And then all of a sudden it became like 10 churches, 20 churches, 40 churches, right. like, it was just like across the country.
0: Right. Well, l- let me go back to the Daniel fast. So the Daniel fast is, is in the Bible. It's the book of Daniel. And it's when Daniel, um, he went on a fast and he only ate vegetables and he mm. had water, and that was for three weeks. So oh. that is not intended to be a diet. That is something spiritually that what was done um, to test. I think it was it was a test of servants. Um, there was a, a an end result that didn't was not related with weight loss or uh-huh. with uh, really help at all, to be honest. But I do see that some people will take that fast and turn it into a diet plan. Right. And and the way that um, the Daniel fast is, I don't want to say marketed, but the, the way that is presented now is not even um, as strict as the Bible with vegetables and waters. Now it's just, from what I see, um, promoting plant foods. So whole mm-hmm. grains, reducing the sugar, and eating vegetables and fruit and water, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more of an extension on that, but so fasting, I I don't know. Just my perspective is, is, well, it's not my perspective. If you're talking about Christianity, it's not for weight loss. It's about mm-hmm. a spiritual relationship with God It's to hear from God. It's not meant for you to, to, to lose weight. Um, <laughs> I can see okay. how somebody, because traditionally, well, I even speak for like, my experience in the South, going to church, you fast in the month of uh, the first month of the year. And they say you're giving that month back to God. You're you're setting the foundation for whatever year that is. So I can see how, especially if you did the Daniel fast, the way that it's presented today and you're eating vegetables and you're eating healthy and you're like, hey, after that, I kind of want to continue. I want to continue that. I want to keep um, those Foods inside myself, especially because it's for twenty one days, and I think, I think they say it takes twenty one days to create a habit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see how that could be like a kickstart for, hey, I want to eat healthier in my life. But it, fast are not intended for weight loss or right. for health. Even if we think about the Ramadan, from from the little that I know, that they fast for a certain time frame, and then after that time frame. They're eating large, from what I saw, large amounts of food, and right. it didn't have any. They didn't have to. It didn't have to be healthy. It just had to be food. Um, and a lot of times, when people restrict, they tend to overeat. Right. Uh, so that's not a, a a health practice. It's all about spiritual.
1: That's what it's intended for. Well, I guess that's probably how she made it so popular then, because it was like. She had a passion for Christ. Right. She knew other people were struggling with that like relationship with God. and mm-hmm. then but also she you know from a dietitian perspective, she was like, yeah, but a lot of people are also struggling with weight. So how right. do I combine these two things and make this like you know catchy? And I think that's how it kind of like came about to be so popular, I guess across the country because I think at the time you know um, like 90s, You've got famous, a lot of famous people like Oprah were kind of like um, very like vocal about their weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. Um, Ricky Lake, like I remember that. Um, Okay. You know, so like I'm sure at that time it, because weight loss was already kind of on the forefront of everyone's mind. um, And then Christianity was also something that wasn't, I feel like. In today's day and age, maybe it wouldn't have picked up as quite as much as it did in the 90s, just because I feel like now people, I don't know, I feel like religion is, uh, I don't want to say popular, but it's not as like pushy or like, it's not, I just, I don't know. I don't know the word for it, but I feel Um. like back then in the 90s, it was like, like religion played a huge part in people's lives. Um, more like day to day, you know, like we talked about it more, it was more like common and accepting and I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that, but,
0: um, I, the, the only difference, well, I was really surprised that, you know, the church was still going on until like now, um, (laughs) I will say that different, the different generations have a different viewpoint on, Church and religion. I'm just speaking from from my world, my spirit. Um, that I remember going up. Like I could go to church. I was. It was available for me to go to church every single day. Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday. There's always something going on. There's choir practice. There's Bible study. There's prayer. You know. There's the actual Sunday service. There's you know. And. From what I experienced from my generation, we're not going to church all those all those days. We don't think that that's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, although I'm sure there's some millennials out there that I mean they still can uh, carry on that tradition. Right. So, but but if you, I going back to what you're saying, if you're going to church every single day, you know that's a huge influence on um, like your practices, how you live, who mm-hmm. you encounter, who you're, you know communing with you know
1: every single day
0: um, especially so,
1: in the south which yeah tennessee you know that is like the what do they call it they call that like the heart the what do they call it as soon as you enter tennessee they have uh something on like the um uh, the bible belt tennessee. i think they oh, okay the bible yeah. belt. okay okay it's, yeah it's like the heart of the bible belt or something is it okay I've I've never been to
0: Tennessee, so oh, yeah. I was interested to see like it didn't it didn't okay. So when they showed us the town, it didn't look like nothing was going on, anyways. It, just, it, like it was just right. church, right? <laughs> so, and and when you get into towns like that, church has an even greater influence on you because mm-hmm. that's that's your meetup. That's your that's right. your people.
1: That's your uh, that's your spot, right? Um, but the weird thing is like so, she first incorporated this way down workshop into churches that already existed like it was right. like do this as part of you know your, your Sunday server or you know like just just include this in your your week and um, but then it kind of transformed. I think as she started to grow she was like hmm <laughs> I don't know if it became I, I mean obviously power p- played a part into that. Um, I think she started to get like really popular and I think that really went to her head. Um, but I don't know if it was really, cause they talked about the people, the members of the church. You, if you watch the documentary, some of the members of this, of Gwen's church, which we'll talk about in a minute, but, um, they said that like at first her passion was so like apparent. Um, and so I'm, I wonder if when she kind of broke free from these other churches, if it really was the passion she had for <laughs> Christ, or if it was just like, I'm just trying to make money, you know, like right. it could, probably could have just been a combination.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I and, and you're talking about like when she started her new church, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked because I was like, wait, how does that translate to her being a pastor and starting a a, a new religion essentially from you know we'll talk about right. that later but I was like wait so you sell diet books and you you talk about God that makes you a pastor? Right. I'm confused <laughs> like <Right>. what? <laughs> How does that translate And Right. I, I, that just shows you the influence that people have and you know if you want power the, I think she saw that as another power move
1: another yeah. way to be
0: in control.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I mean, you know, back to your point. If you have an eating disorder, you struggle like mentally and emotionally, mm-hmm. and I, like I, I don't know if you I don't know if you paid attention, but like it seemed like she got skinnier and skinnier yes. and skinnier throughout the wow. whole documentary. Like towards the end, I was like, oh my gosh, wow. like yeah. I mean they, they kind of alluded that her daughter might have an issue especially after uh the miss was it a miscarriage um I
0: think her her child died of uh oh no no I'm thinking about somebody else never mind
1: never mind never mind I can't rem- I can't remember but I know she lost a child yeah yeah so yeah I think the daughter obviously had some issues but the mom, I know, because she did the weight on workshop. You have to kind of keep up with that appearance of like I'm doing it. I'm following what I, you know, am preaching, um, which you know was she really? I don't know. But I don't know. Um, I don't know. She's eating when she was hungry, right? Um, um, <laughs> but clearly, you could kind of see that she was also maybe struggling a little bit, and I wonder yeah. how that like really affected her. Um, because if she was, because when she was little, like you said, she would clear her plate. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, it said that she had a lot of siblings, right? Uh, I can't remember. I'm not sure. I thought that it. I thought that it had said that she had a lot of siblings, and that was also part of it. Was that like it was kind of like a fight for food? Oh, okay. okay. But I could be wrong. Um. Uh, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll have to double check that one. Yeah, I could be wrong. But if that's the case, then obviously there were some issues with food that started when she was really young.
0: Yeah, some food insecurity.
1: Yeah, which I hear is
0: common um, in larger families. Mm-hmm. You had to fight to get the last turkey leg or or something like that. Right. Um, yeah, I did notice that that she just got thinner and thinner and thinner, and then her daughter's face started to get sunken in Mm -hmm. Um, it it started to look very concerning and I'm really surprised that um, the members didn't see that 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 aspect of her like wow but you know what everybody has a view of what they want to look like Mm -hmm. and some people may consider that the ideal body size Um, but I would have gone to that church and thought that she had an issue
1: well, it's interesting because like the whole time I'm watching the documentary, they have the members on and I'm like, what is like is there something wrong with you? Like how I don't I don't understand how people get like, you know, caught up in these like cult like things. I'm like, how? But a lot of the people that were on there, they talked really fondly of her in the beginning. Like they were like, we were really successful. Like right. a lot of them weren't like really negative about her, and I was like, "This is weird." Um, <laughs> but so her way down diet, like, actually helped a lot of people, mm-hmm. which is probably the most controversial part of it because there were times when she would actually tell people like not to eat at all, like um,
0: yeah, to fast.
1: Right. Um. Completely. Yeah. For uh, who knows how long. Um. Well, one of the the
0: individuals that they interviewed, she said some people fasted for forty days.
1: Oh Lord. Yeah.
0: So if you didn't, she said, if you didn't lose two pounds, whatever the goal was for that week that you were told to fast, (sighs) to to lose more weight at a rapid
1: time frame. Which, oh gosh, which is which is just interesting because. She was a
0: dietitian.
1: Mm-hmm. So I don't, it's, she's making us look bad. <laughs> I know, I was going to say that there's always a bad
0: apple in the bunch, you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, and I'm thinking, oh, okay, if she was a registered dietitian, why did nobody report her license? But right. if you're in a cult, you're not, maybe they don't know that they can do that, first of all. And number two, like you're made to believe that everything's okay. Mm -hmm. And she is like what I think people believe dietitians are, a white skinny woman Mm. telling you that you need to be thin or you're not good enough uh, and how you should eat. I think that maybe there's some people that they don't find any, um, horror in her because that's what they think dietitians are they <laughs> right. think that, that that's who we are we're the food police we're thin white women there are a lot of white women in the profession um
1: that's and true.
0: thinness is uh, a concept that i'm just looking on the outside that white women uh highly seek after how mm-hmm. they can be more thin. What can they do to be more thin? Right. So maybe that's why there was no disconnection uh, there. I
1: guess. And no. it
0: was working. I mean.
1: Yeah. People were losing a lot of weight. Those, yeah. A lot of those members said, you know, they lost weight, which, uh, you know, makes sense to a certain extent. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, fasting, you know, helps in certain situations. Um but as a lot of them said, guess what? They gained it all back. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then some for some of them. Yeah. It's, it's not sustainable. It's not a sustainable
0: weight loss practice. But I think we talked about before, I don't know what episode, that some people are okay with temporary success. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Whatever it takes for me to be in this body, whatever that body is for a set time frame, they're okay with that. Right. Plus
1: you have to think too, she, she was, she was trying, I guess, to also strengthen the relationship with God. So you have on the one hand, like, Ooh, I'm losing weight. I'm doing so much better. But then you also have these people who had been struggling with faith who are now like, oh like now I'm so much closer to God because I pray all the time and you know I'm, I'm trying to do right by him and all that you know and so it's like it's kind of a double whammy like she yeah. in that sense she was from a business perspective she was a little smart because she got him <laughs> like right right she did it. Um, yeah. and she's keeping her weight off and
0: she's a pastor now and a lot of people put I don't, I don't even know if that's what she was, but because <laughs> I don't know what ordainment yeah. she went through. But she was the main leader of that church. And the main leader is put on a pedestal for a lot of people. It appears that they are closest to God. And to, for some people to get to God, they feel like they have to get through uh, by way of some leader. So right. she is the highest person to God here. Is working for her. I just need to keep listening to her and doing things uh, that she's telling me to do um, so I can be right with God and that my weight can be, quote unquote, under control.
1: Right. Which uh, for listeners, so um, for a while she was like with these other churches um and then she it never mentioned that she was like that she went through the ordaining process to be a pastor never right. mentioned it she just called herself that so that's what i'm going to go off of yeah. but um she ended up creating her own church which was already like super controversial because she like what well, she didn't include like um, the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost the right whole yeah, she yeah. so she that. like she was like eh, that's we're done with that which already people who are Christian are like what, what? <laughs> that's Can't... like a whole like theme <laughs> um, true, true So she took that out and she created her own church and like from what I got from it was that it was basically all about, um, like the sins in life and how like so you shouldn't really be like gluttony um, what are the other sins laziness mm-hmm. um, you know like all those murder those, lying. yeah yes. and basically and then she somehow also morphed in like looks um, and was kind of just telling people that like this is how you do right by Christ but it was really based off of just those sins that's what I took from it I don't know if you did Delitra, um it seemed like the most important thing for her was weight loss
0: in child rearing. And and God, God is stronger. God is above. I don't, I, I don't know. You know, the tapes are probably all cut up, but right. I didn't really get a big message from, from her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right.
1: Anything that's substantial. Uh, yeah, it wasn't really, it wasn't like your typical service. It was kind of like... Yeah you, you need to look good for God and like, right. and like you need to lose weight for God. And, but also like be a good parent and like, this is how you parent. And and, and which was like completely wrong, but, right, <laughs> right. But, um, and then there was another aspect to oh, being a good, like wife or husband, I think was another one, but, um, wasn't really like your typical church, so I don't even know how it can be considered a church. Yeah, like what know. is it? And then they were talking
0: about the structure of the church, and there was like five men that were like
1: leaders over her, and then yeah. they well, used her. And, and I think she, at some point, didn't she claim that she was? Did she claim she was Christ in flesh, or was that what some, was? I think it maybe it was her church members that oh. Um, but like at a certain point she starts getting a little too crazy and then really just starts talking about how like, she is the one true, you know, God on earth. And like, Mm. she started really going off the deep end. I was like, I was like, Oh my gosh. And this was all just from this diet. Like you have to understand Um, this just started, like, like I said, she was normal, or she looked, she appeared normal. Let's just say that. She appeared to In be the a normal, did. yes, a normal, suburban, you know, s- southern little country bumpkin girl. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> towards the end, you see this, like, monster. Yeah. Yeah. She just morphed. And it all started from this way down workshop. Yeah. I can't
0: remember if she said that, but she was definitely, from my opinion, acting like she was the chosen one the the Messiah for diets I guess right um, <laughs> for, for a few diets and and how to um, look and how to raise your children very and I wrote down Christian perfectionist mm-hmm. which is an issue in the church um that I feel like she just was predatory about you know feeling like, people having issues and feeling like, you know, potentially you're not good enough or, you know, God doesn't hear you. And she's like, well, I know the way Mm -hmm. and the way is to do everything perfect, which is not true. And it's impossible. But we saw people from the documentary where they, they could not fit into that robot uh, type of lifestyle that Mm -hmm. she was trying to, to sell to them. Uh, it It was very Very shocking to me. Yeah.
1: Especially, yeah. I mean, they had a... um, I don't remember what, like, ethnicity she was, but she was one of, like, the only people of color that went to that church. No. There was, like what f- f- i i counted
0: like i'm sorry i had to <laughs> like five <laughs> black people at the church know. at
1: least on the documentary there might have been more and i was like right. what but right no and, well yeah and they had talked to uh, one of them i don't know what, which one was but she had said like if you looked around the church like it was just like everyone looked the same like yes they were like all wearing the same and they were you know acting the same and it was it was just she said it was just weird but um which makes me question like why were you <laughs> like if if you sit and you look and you're like hmm something doesn't seem right here <laughs> like well I, I
0: thought about that and I was like uh, you know our culture it expands you know the world like you know we're black culture let me speak from black culture there there are some similar things all over the world uh that we share but I was also thinking about the town that they're in. And it looked very closed off. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, they're probably born and raised there. And that's just that's just all they know. Like, they, you know, they don't know anything different. So mm-hmm. maybe they didn't feel as different because that's how they were raised. I don't know. I, I will say I was shocked. I was like, wait, 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 there's other... Races there. Right. <laughs> uh, because I just thought that that would not fit into her idea of perfectionism. Right. Like having, you know, somebody from a different race that looks different or, you know, doesn't have the same hairstyle. I don't know. I just assumed that that's what would be. So when I saw
1: people of color, I was like, wow. Mm, right. Well, it made me mad because. Like the one, the one family of color that they yeah. show you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Spoiler alert! Um, yeah. Something tragic happens in the yeah. documentary because of her, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it's definitely like directly because of her. Like yes. I know they were trying to like you know be like oh you know no it was it was yeah. her, um, yeah. but um, it was her
0: teachings. Yes. If, she, if she didn't directly say it, which I feel like they had on tape supporting that action, it was her teachings. It was from right. her. Because,
1: you know, I, I, I questioned at first I was like, how could that have happened? Like, and, but then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? She was kind of starving these people. Like she was telling them like, don't eat. Mm-hmm. And when you, you know, you, you get a little crazy. You, get when you don't get no food. cray cray. We ain't got no food in you. And then you tell yeah. them you're, you know, you should hit your kids and you should, you know, you want to be a good parent, right? You should do this. And so I, I can understand, you know, on a basic level, like, okay, I can see how that happened.
0: I yes yes I can't because I you know they're only going off their teachings but I was I was a little uh confused I was like glue sticks and big glue sticks I was like I didn't know they came in and bigger than what I I've received in elementary right um and then that what they did was a little extreme <laughs> I mean it's all extreme but they just took it more up on the extreme level. And mm-hmm. I'm not laughing because this is a serious situation. I'm just, I'm just, it's more like a nervous laugh. I, I can't believe that I watched something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that, and that they did that. I was like, wait, what? What right. did they do? That is mm-hmm. horrific. Where did they learn that? Why did they think that that was going to be okay and result in anything other than what happened?
1: Right. Because, like, you know, she didn't really talk about how she raised her kids, and so I do question because now uh, her kids are well. I know her daughter. I think is now like the owner of the church. At least yeah. that's what they ended on. I don't know like mm-hmm. today if she is, but um, I don't know if her. I think her son's bless oh, his God. soul because he yes. was a mess. But um, right, but she you know she didn't really talk about. Well, how she raised her kids. So I do question, like, "Mm, I'm sure you you took that glue stick to them. Mm -hmm, Right. Right. No, she probably didn't. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think at at that time she was a little, because remember she had that husband too. They were kind of more normalized. and, And it wasn't until she started going off the deep end, got a divorce, married that new guy, that she started really, like, playing into that whole Family beachy kids type thing, which I don't understand how those two go together.
0: But <laughs> no. uh,
1: but I was I
0: was intrigued by the fact that her ex husband he went to uh, ministry school and the fact that he would not be the pastor versus her and tradition traditionally in the church, like men, a lot of times men are pastors. And, and Mm -hmm. some people disagree with women, um, preaching. So I was surprised that he wouldn't do that and that he was overweight. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that seemed like a break in her perfect picture, but it seemed like he didn't want her to leave. he was like trying to get her back. It was strange.
1: I, yeah, I don't know, because at a certain point, it, they also said that he didn't like where she was headed. Hmm. I think it was when she opened the new church that he was like, this is weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is understandable, because I'm saying the same thing. I'm like, this is yeah. really weird. <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he probably had love for her, you know. Yeah. yeah. For the person maybe she was, but she started to change, and he was probably like, okay.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I was just surprised that he was not asking for the divorce, and, right. and she was, and I was shocked that um, they just dis- they discouraged women in the church, the members, from getting divorces, but then she was able to, right? Like what? in mm-hmm. uh, uh, these, and like the woman was saying, because there's certain. Uh, accepted quote-unquote uh reasons for getting a divorce in the bible and she was like well i had that reason but i still was not able to
1: right yeah because like, yeah i think one of them one of them say they they cheated or yeah, like, he's multiple cheating, times he was mm-hmm. on drugs right and, and then and gwen told her like no you're not allowed to which is well i mean i guess that's I guess that's common in churches, like you ask your pastor. I don't know, but I would have been like... Right, I'm common in th- church I go to. Right. <laughs> like, what? I would have been like, yeah, I'm still going to get that divorce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the pastors, they, they do have a very large influence over people in their church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I do see that and recognize that. And I was also shocked by the woman who was told to... Uh, have more sex with her husband, oh and yeah. to get off birth control because that was affecting her. And you know, yeah. the, and she was trying to prevent to have, have another child, and then she ended up having one, mm-hmm. and then she got scolded for having it. I was like, well, "What do y'all think was going to happen?" We, we right. Sex, right? They're going to have another
1: child, right? Well, even yeah, but you got to keep in mind it was a small town, you know, you know. Some of those small towns, everybody knows all your business. So, if they had still gotten a divorce, that probably would have just ruined her whole life because you know small. Yeah, towns. she would have probably
0: have to leave the church and yeah, and start
1: a new one. And mm-hmm. yeah, you're
0: right. You know, they seem that church seemed very close knit. So I'm sure that's the majority of where her friends were. So then she's gonna have to start a new friend group. Like right, that, that's a major. Change,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. But I, th- I thought it was odd, and I thought it was weird that that one guy's last name was Anger. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his name is Ted Anger. I don't know if that's his legal last name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like they interviewed his son, but his his face was like you couldn't see him. He was right. in the dark and. He was saying, you know, that that last name is fitting for him because he's abusive oh. and, and very angry, I'm according sure. according to this person. Um, I'm so, sure. Yeah. So I, I thought that was strange. And going back to the the couple that got locked up, um, I thought it, I was shocked that they were
1: paying for their bond. They uh, created that website. Yeah, that's really weird. Because what? Uh, what? No no church has ever done that for anybody. Like, it's just weird. Not that I know of. I feel like that's how you know that they're guilty because they're like, mm, we're going to try to sweep this under the rug. We're going to pay for everything. And
0: uh, <sighs> But it seemed odd. I would think, like, I don't want no dealings. I denounce that uh, family. Mm-hmm. They, they, they ain't no true members of Remnant. And I feel like me writing checks and saying that they're innocent that I'm complicit with them. Like I, I feel, agree with I what think they did.
1: I think that's her whole personality though. She loved I'm telling you, that girl loved the fame. She it didn't matter if it was good or bad. You know how some people are. It's like they don't matter. Yeah. Like attention is attention, no matter if it's good or bad. And she like I think she liked it because it gave her her church a name outside of Tennessee. Like people from all around the country now are like, oh, like What's going on in this church? You know, because um, <laughs> it's, it's not church. This is like <laughs> right. this is something um, else going
0: on. But I think she liked that. Mm. Yeah, I know. There is some people that say, you know, it doesn't matter what type of press you get—good mm-hmm. or bad press—is attention. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't want a negative attention, but maybe some people are drawn to that. Maybe some people saw that it's a cult on the documentary, and they're still going to go there to
1: to be a member, probably. That's freaking. Because I'm i I'm sure there's still this still. I mean it's very similar to um did you watch the Lululemon documentary? No, I
0: haven't, but I heard that was good. Oh it's
1: very similar. Like really? she started off, you know, um this little white suburban lady who just started selling clothes at the at the back of her like trunk. And then over time, like the power and the fame kind of like got to her head and she became a little crazy. Um, mm. But we still have people that sell Lululemon, um, or not? Um, is it Lululemon? Yeah. No, I think that, this no that's called. the ex, no, that's the exercise. It's Lu, Lularo. Sorry, Rowe. Wow, well, what's the difference? <laughs> I just say the same thing. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, we still have people who sell her stuff, even though we know she's super problematic and it's a pyramid scheme and everything. So I feel like it's the same thing. Like people. If if the, if the diet worked for them and it built their relationship with God, then in their heads, they're probably like, how could that stuff be true? Because it, this works like I'm a I'm the living testament that this works. Right. So, yeah, it's artificial, though. It's, it's an artificial. I guess we think that. Um, they've shown us that. I mean, there's, there's some research. I could have yeah. told you that just hearing about it. But but I'm, saying, I'm saying a member of that church probably doesn't realize that.
0: Okay, they need to listen to the other, the former members or something. But uh, there was a family there whose daughter got in the cult and they tried to meet up. Well, they they met up with uh, people that were leaving their church and she mm-hmm. didn't want to
1: hear it. She
0: didn't want to hear what they
1: had to say. Yeah, because she wasn't, it, yeah, didn't she marry did she yeah. marry that guy? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised she'd let them show
0: her picture. Are you? Yeah, right? Because I just <laughs> knew that she was going to be dead, and that's why we were seeing her picture.
1: I uh, did think, yeah, I did think maybe something weird happened to her, but apparently not. Yeah, some like, She's living her best life. Uh, she really doesn't care. Well, I hope so, right. I hope she's... I hope she is. Uh, I hope you're okay. Right. uh, Well, but that that actually leads me to the next point because um, the power so and the fame, um, they talked a little bit about how she wanted to create like dentist office and doctor's office. Like she wanted to have her own little town right there. She did. Then that is when I was like, yeah, this is this girl's crazy because that's how you know that that's a cult. Because when somebody wants the whole city to just be about her and and, or I guess the movement, um, that's (laughs) how you know. (laughs) Right. That's crazy. And you know what?
0: Um, That was concerning because it just puts more. More and more, the members like in a bubble, and they they won't go outside and actually talk to somebody who has some sense. Right. Um, but it's not uncommon for churches to acquire property and like have different businesses. Um, I don't like that. that. Like other members own and things like that. I haven't heard any foul play in regards to that, but. I could see definitely in this situation how it's just keeping them secluded.
1: That's and, dangerous because that's yeah. what uh what's that? Scientologists? Mm. That's, that's, is that that religion? That's what they do. Okay. They have like yeah. their own little communities. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I watched oh girl, you gotta be watching documentaries. But you
0: know, I I watched Leah Remini's. um I guess you consider that documentary on Scientology. But I I don't – it was a couple years ago, so maybe she did mm-hmm. say that, but I just remembered, like, how there was just, like, similar in results mm-hmm. of a lot of the stories that they said. But, you know, what? that is – I do remember secrecy being a mm-hmm. part of Scientology. Right. Um, and li- likely it's the same thing for this cult as well. Mm-hmm. And that's why some people fear leaving um, – the church, because you don't know what's going to happen to you.
1: Right. Which, like, well, okay, well, that well, that kind of brings us to the next point. I mean, spoiler she's gone. She's yeah. maybe in heaven. I don't know where that girl is. But <laughs> <laughs> so the church still stands, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I think so. And apparently the daughter uh, has taken over. I don't know if her daughter actually had the same views as her. I know she kind of like stepped out of the limelight once she kind of went through that. I'm pretty sure it was a miscarriage, but once she went through that, Mm -hmm. I think she started to like kind of take a step back because I think mentally and emotionally, like it was kind of really draining, probably exhausting (laughs) to kind of keep up with this appearance um, that her mother kind of created for her. But yeah, like so her mom is gone. And so is the stepdad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I think was it her husband or was it the sister? Yes. So her
0: husband and like two leaders. Yes. That's so a lot. That's a lot. That is. That's a lot. For her to deal with and, and say that
1: I'm gonna be the pastor of this church. Like Right. Huh? But I just wonder if they're gonna continue the same principles, you know, and and uh, what built the foundation for the church. If they're going to continue to do the way down workshop, like. Why would they stop? What's the reason? I don't know. Uh, You would would think being exposed, but.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the statement that they gave, it didn't seem like they felt any differently than they have before. And that's what they had those people on the hook for that weight, that weight in appearances, mm-hmm. they have them on the hook for that. That's their je ne sais quoi for churches. I mean, there's a whole bunch of churches over there. Mm-hmm. What makes hers different is that I think just looking like the perfectionism, the view, like somehow whatever they're saying, they're going to be more perfect and better in their lives and closer to God, and they oh, got sure. them on the hook for weight and judging them as a parent um, in the way that they look. I think that's, that, that is what brought them there. So don't they want to keep them there? What right. mm-hmm. yeah. are they going to st- do differently? Are they going to start the Trinity now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know
1: how you can go back to that after this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, Oh, by the way. <laughs> right. So I, I don't find a reason
0: for her to to not continue that. Like why would she stop? Right. She looks I mean, she looks like she's looking more like her mother as far as appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been there through everything. What is you know, I mean, I know in a cult when you're in a cult it's hard for you to leave. Um, but I think, you know, as a kid, it's it's impossible basically to, to get out of that situation. Right. But once you become an adult, you start to have a choice. But it, they feel like that that maybe that's their best choice. Whatever
1: programming they have, that that's the best choice for them. That's tr- I mean, and you have to remember they were making millions of dollars a year, mm-hmm. millions of dollars a year off of all of these things. Yeah, all of her teachings, quote unquote, because um, mm-hmm. she didn't just do well. We mentioned a little bit. She didn't just do the way down workshop. She also did. Um, I think like, uh, how to raise your kids, like videos and stuff like that. And then, um, she, and then there was the relationship ones, you know, so she was making like millions of dollars a year. Yeah. And I think her husband, didn't her, was her step or her, uh, not her step, her, uh, her second husband, wasn't he kind of rich or no, he, no, that was a rich family. He came from a rich family. yeah. Yeah. He was like a struggling actor, right? Or singer?
0: Singer. Singer. But it looked like he didn't pay for anything. He didn't want to pay for anything. Right. Despite having a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, I right. I don't quite understand that. But, right. Uh, yeah, so they made millions. So yeah. that's also kind of a huge motivator. <laughs> right, which was probably passed down to her. Mm. I don't know if they if they, they, they had a will in place, but um, th- they're... Know their death to me is just so strange i i don't get it and we were talking about this like it just
1: seems calculated to me it was strange so the plane went down in a lake yeah and which is already kind of like a lake (laughs) um (laughs) okay like I guess it was a big it lake. It. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and it was, yeah, all those people were on there. And the, I think you had told me that earlier that the husband knew how to fly. So. Right. That's kind of weird. But I mean, I guess unless they had like a faulty, you know, or some sort of malfunction, which they didn't really allude to, but, um. Yeah, to just kind of suddenly die in a plane crash after um, your deposition—kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> and can't they find out why a plane malfunction? Like, can't yeah, they? for sure. So if what, what, that's like—I um, mean, they found out with Kobe Bryant, you know, the helicopter. Right. So I would imagine. Yeah, they can. They could tell. It
0: doesn't make sense. I, I think it makes sense for him. To set her up to die, so then he get the money, but then he also died. Right. So I I know it couldn't have been that.
1: But then also, like, why kill the brother-in-law or your son-in-law and these two other men unless they had something, like, huge that they were hiding? No,
0: well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, maybe they killed themselves because they were the ringleaders Mm -hmm. for all this crap, and they knew that they were going down, so... I just feel like she was too vain for that. Like, mm. I mean. I don't know because she discouraged others at the church from committing suicide. Right. So then her, for her to do that, that would be hypocritical. Right. So I, I don't know. It just doesn't
1: seem right, though. Something is up with that.
0: I know. Cause like like
1: find out. Because it mm. was, what, May? Was it May 2021? The mm-hmm. crash? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just kind of just weird because she had just been to court, you know, she's, they had these lawsuits against them that she had to do a deposition, like, so clearly, like legally, they were starting to get into some trouble. I'm sure they were probably going to be made into criminals at some point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A lot going on in that little church there, but, um, Mm. It is kind of strange. Yeah, it seems, it seems so odd, and I don't especially know, I in a it. little lake. Like, I could see if it was maybe over the ocean. <laughs> you really opened <laughs> in on this lake. It was a little lake. Like, <laughs> that's what? all
0: we had. Maybe I don't know. Nah, that's just kind of weird. <laughs> it's like, a small town. I think nah. it was a small town. And, just, so and you
1: just happen to end up in a lake. Come on. Mm-mm. So you think it was calculated? ah i i don't know i mean the more i think about it the more i'm like maybe yeah it doesn't make sense she was just so vain like she was so full of herself she literally thought she was like a christ in 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 living body so like yeah Yeah. how how why like mm, how do you go from that to being like i think i'm gonna kill myself like well did you you think she could stand i mean she
0: did she did pretty good in her uh well, good, quote, unquote, in her deposition, like answering the questions, like not looking like she was breaking a sweat. Right. Um, and in some of the interviews that she's done before. So I I don't know. I, maybe she thought she was really going to go down for all this stuff. And she's like, right. you know what? I'm out.
1: Oh, because look, look, look. It says uh, the airplane impacting a shallow section of Percy Priest Lake, two to eight feet deep. Mm. that's just that's 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 not a, a that doesn't seem like a big lake but what if they hit
0: their head or something i don't know well what, what what was the autopsy
1: i mean what did... it says it, they were killed it was a 1982 Sensa citation 501 private jet i don't know planes like that, that but really
0: 1982 that's a little old yeah it's pretty over 2021
1: yeah and they were going to Palm Beach, Florida, and it crashed in Tennessee shortly after takeoff. <laughs> what? So they, they, like, just took off, and then it crashed. Whoa! Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So
0: they've never used that plane before?
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but I could have sworn in the thing that it said that she was flying it. But maybe not. Know. Maybe I, I just, maybe I, I heard was- that. Or maybe that's what I
0: want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that would give me more insight because I'm like, why would he want to kill – like, he would want to kill her for the money, but why kill everybody else? But I don't know. I think he was in, highly involved. He looked very creepy, like very – He was a husband. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, he was – he definitely married her for that money. Like, for So sure. that's why I'm also like, I don't know if he would – if he would kill her while, or he would try to kill her while he was with her because, right. like, that would defeat right. the whole purpose. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't get that either. But they lost the custody case. hmm And then maybe some other stuff was, I don't know. There, there's so much we could talk about.
1: Right. <laughs> keep- the point, though, is that, like, just never do that diet. Don't do the yeah. way down <laughs> workshop. No that's a call yeah if you want to strengthen your relationship with god there's like i'm sure there's other ways of doing that i'm not very religious myself but go ahead and look into that because this is not the way no it's Um, not she it's not a
0: good way to lose weight either no we saw people gained weight Mm -hmm. back again and we saw um there was one interviewee that uh, she already had disordered eating and then when she started to do that plan it got worse and she ended up in the hospital people right. lost their minds they almost lost their lives this is not the way to go no we do not claim her in the nutrition field we do not no we don't claim Gwen Shamlin
1: we're actually mad she's a part of the nutrition field <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, I'm very embarrassed it's right embarrassing. It's embarrassing. oh my gosh so if you guys see any signs of any of this,
0: likely you're in a cult.
1: Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I don't understand it. Like, I've seen a lot of, like, cult things now. Like, even that Lulu Row. You should watch a Delitro, But, okay. like, I'm, like, these girls are, like, I don't remember. I don't know if you knew anybody who sold. I didn't know anybody personally who sold. But I would always see people, like, on Facebook or something that, like, I didn't really know. But. They're like, oh, you know, buy my leggings. Um, and I'm just like the the pyramid scheme stuff, but also just like cult stuff in general. I'm like, how do you guys get so sucked into this? Like, I have never been sucked into something like that. Yeah, but
0: I think I've, I don't know. This is my opinion that people that are sucked into things like that, they're they're vulnerable. They're already in a vulnerable position and they're vulnerable to somebody taking advantage of them. You know, when you show up in society and you're, quote unquote, overweight or obese, you a lot of times you don't feel comfortable in society because people look look down upon you. You're an other. You're an outsider. So Gwen was helping them get inside into the society. They're vulnerable. Right. They had they have a problem with their weight. That's what they feel. So somebody's gonna give me a ticket to being in and being accepted. I, that's a lot of times with cults, like they're trying to be accepted. They don't have mm. like a good. They might not have a good family, or they don't have a lot of friends, or there is just something missing inside of them that they that hole that they want to be filled, and
1: cults do that for them. That's true. That's not true. The right yeah. way. No, 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 no. no. Please, if you think you're in a cult, please, please reach out to somebody because who's not also in the cult, but (laughs) because you go, you go find yourself six feet deep, and that's the right? Back in, (laughs) right? Reach out to somebody outside because that, you know, or if you just feel uncomfortable, like maybe you are stuck in a pyramid scheme, which is like kind of cultish in my opinion, but like, it's not as bad. I, uh, you know, you can, you can free you can get yourself out of that. But, um, I don't, you know what the things that I don't like about,
0: well, 101, 101 reasons that I don't like these, um, pyramid schemes, the, the way that I've been approached has always been deceptive. It's always right. a trick.
1: Mm-hmm. If you
0: have to trick somebody into doing something That is a problem. There's something wrong with all these Mm -hmm. uh, vague messages that I'll get from somebody from high school, just checking in to see how I am. But I haven't talked to them for years. And then eventually you get to the closer. Do you want to make your own income? Do you want to be a business owner? You're not a business owner. You're a consultant. This (laughs) is not your business. It's ridiculous. Or you want to have lunch. Yeah, let's have lunch. You get to the lunch. They ask you a couple questions about yourself, and they, bam, they come in with the closer.
1: It's just right. it is, if, yeah, it is. I um, <laughs> I was at Costco once, and this girl was like, "I love your hair," and I was like, "Oh my god, thank you!" You know, <laughs> you just turned off, you know, and then all of a sudden, it was like. And I see, you know, I see you wear a little bit of makeup. And I knew, I was like, here we go. Here we go, this girl. And it was, it was sure enough. It was somebody trying to sell me Mary Kay. And, yeah. and you should be, you know, you could work at home. And, you know, if you're a mom, you could. Can... Oh, Lord. I was like, dang. Yes, stop, stop the
0: nonsense. Oh, right. we're going to have a facial party. We're going to have a spa day. We're going to have a makeup day. And right. then you get there and it's, Ain't no spa to be had. There's right. no samples, like size of stuff. It's a Mary Kay sale. Just right. tell me it's a Mary Kay sale. Mm-hmm. Maybe I like the lotion on page three and you didn't even have to go through all that. You didn't have to lie to me mm-hmm. to get me to purchase your product. Right. It's stupid. It's really it stupid. And it angers me every time like I get caught up and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm.
1: You almost right. got me. You almost Even got something me. simple, too. Like, um, one time I was uh I, was in, I went into somebody's office and I was like, wow, I really like the scent in here. Like, what, what are you, like, is that a candle warmer? Like, what is, and of course, it's one of those freaking MLMs where they sell you like these candles. And I'm like, oh my, I just like, I, I just, I just like the scent. Like, please. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really crazy. Like, oh, or you might, you might be just making small talk sometimes. And they're like, really? Well, you can purchase it at da-da-da-da-da. Let me have your number. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. no, 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 thank you. I'm good.
1: I know. And they're not stopping either. I mean, there's, there's a lot of companies. I don't know. The nice thing is I don't know anybody personally who sells any of those things? Which is nice because I'm like, wow, well, I, I I know how to pick my friends. <laughs> 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 I'm dead serious because so, uh, mm, uh, uh-uh, I wouldn't be able to do it. I would block in a minute. I was
0: gonna say you have to block that person. And these are that. That's another thing. These people that approached me, they're not even close friends. They're like somebody I knew many many
1: years ago, or I kind of know. I mean. But, but it's changing though and I don't know I fall for this I I'm, I'm not going to lie I fall for this and maybe this is a part of the whole thing these new Instagram accounts where they're like this is what I got on Amazon and you might need it too and I'm like hmm what do you mean and so I'll click the video <laughs> and like the it's just a it's just people like everyday people who buy a bunch of junk from Amazon And then they'll like do a video on it and they'll tell you like, you know, this is what it is, this is how much it was, the links in my bio, like you may or may not need this. And I'm starting to fall for it, Delitra. This isn't good because like (laughs) it's just like random everyday stuff. Like I saw somebody the other day who had a steam cleaner. And I was like, I've never thought about having a steam cleaner until I saw that video. <laughs> and now yeah. I'm like, I need the steam cleaner. Or like this other girl the other day had something. She was like, oh, this is a car a car accessory that you need. And I clicked on it. I was like, what is this? What's she talking about here? And like just really just random things. But it's starting to get me. And they're not like ML. I mean, they're just, I don't know. She, the one girl I know, she said she doesn't work for Amazon, um, I'm pretty sure she probably gets like, uh, um, like a percentage. Probably like a percentage, yeah. But but that's starting to get me, Deletra. I'm like, because oh. <laughs> I love Amazon. <laughs> I mean, but that's marketing.
0: I mean, maybe the pyramid that's screen true. people can say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just see that as an affiliate marketing. Just like Instagram in general with their ads. And it's like, Oh, huh, that does look interesting, and then before I know it, I'm looking on the website trying to purchase that.
1: Right, um, I, got, I got a lot in my wish list that I didn't have before <laughs> Instagram.
0: <laughs> and you know, I'm, I maybe I'm not as mad as that, beca- mad at that because I feel like I have a choice, and nobody is like really pressuring me to do things mm-hmm. um I will say you know it, it's okay to me it's okay to sell things to me but not try to manipulate me mm-hmm.
1: um and and be just yeah. I guess that's the difference then with MLMs they, they really do manip- manip- manipulate you <laughs> yeah and I know that there's some rules about social media like if you
0: uh, if you have like a paid partnership or it's an ad, you're supposed to mark that it's an ad or mm-hmm. you have a partnership. And there are people that don't do that. And I think that that's deceptive. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten better and better about identifying what that who those people are. Just right. like the, that Amazon thing, when they say link in bio, they want you to go to their direct link mm-hmm. where when you purchase that, They're going to get the money back. Or when you hear somebody being very specific about a brand, oh, I made this uh, frittata with green giant frozen peas Mm. or whatever, but there's no ad or paid partnership. They are getting a kickback. Why would it be so specific? Just say peas. Why does it have to be Green Giant Peas?
1: Right. And
0: I don't like that. And I don't know if they just don't know that there's (laughs) rules out there that they're supposed to be uh, um, labeling things like that. So I try not to, you know, really get hard on them. But I feel like I've been really great about seeing that. When they say link in my bio, it's because they want there's a specific link that's going to get them paid. Right. And I would be okay with that if you say I'm an Amazon affiliate partner and if you follow this link i may get a commission and i see that and people like but still my views um are the same like Mm -hmm. they're not controlled based off of this product right but then when you're being deceptive that's where it gets me marketing that's fine sell me stuff i shop i purchase just don't lie to me right lie to me about it
1: Mm. yeah that's true and don't play with my emotions no, don't tell me that I need you know some wrinkle serum because you're starting to see something. Mary Kay will call but, you out Mary, <laughs> Mary Kay consultants do that all. They're like, mm, "Girl, do you use any wrinkle stuff?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> and They're <laughs> like, "Well, we have something you might want. <laughs> I'm like, get get out of here." <laughs> right, but you know,
0: you you learn in marketing to pinpoint people's pain points. Right. That's what they call them, and I'm like, whoa! Like they're they're literally they're preying upon your pain. Are you lonely? Are you? <laughs> uh, do you want to look young? Do you right. want your breasts to be up here? Right. Like they're they're keying into what you're in pain mm-hmm. about, where you're empty in life. Sale. Right. Um, it's a part of marketing. It's a sad, sad truth.
1: Cause yeah, dang. Well, guys, the moral of the story today is don't, don't get into a cult. <laughs> <laughs> okay, run away. If something doesn't feel right, you need to turn the other way because it's not right. You got to trust your instincts. But also, don't do the way down workshop. Yeah. Gwen Shamblin is a hot mess. Yeah. RIP. Sorry she's not here, but because um, no, so. she should face the consequences of her actions. But, well. um, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully you guys can watch the documentary if you haven't already because it's actually pretty good. It's, it's yeah. funny. Like, I was laughing. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Um, there are some, obviously, trigger warnings. There are some things in there. There's some tragedies that happen. Um, yeah. But overall, it's pretty good. It's not too long either, which I like. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. I know we kind of went on, on a tangent there towards the end, but um, – we like doing the impersonal ones, too. We've been really loving the uh, guests that we've had this past in season four. Um, we hope to continue to do that in the future as well. So if you know anybody who wants to be a guest or if you personally want to be a guest, we do have a form that you can fill out. Um, as long as it's related to health and wellness, then we'll probably most likely get you on the show. So, yeah. Um, Follow us on social media. We um, are on Facebook, Instagram. We probably will do Twitter at some point again. We're really bad at that. We're sorry. But uh, Instagram and Facebook right now. Follow us. Subscribe to our um, podcast. We release episodes every other week. Um, Yeah. Until then, have a good day.